Hello and welcome back to the next day of, yeah, so what did I learn today? Um, basically today the first thing that I learned was I started, or the first thing I want to talk about really is how I started to implement some of Gary Vee's tactics on Instagram, excuse me. So I implemented the, the buck 80 strategy. So I went on a bunch of different uh, people's Instagrams who I wanted to be on a podcast with. So I want to get them on my own podcast that I'm doing right now, <laughs> and I commented on three of their photos, said something insightful about it, so if they posted something about how um, discipline is really important, I might have posted a comment saying, what you're saying is so true, reminds me of what David Goggins said in a different way, basically the same point, um, and I think that's kind of cool that I have enough, uh, I've seen enough of these guys, I kind of know what's up. Uh, so far as that I can kind of draw from different sources to say the same thing. Anyways, so I do that three times and I'd send them a DM basically saying, hey, uh, could I interview you to be on my podcast? Uh, you could promote whatever you have too. Of that, I got one person said yes. <laughs> and the rest, uh, one person that said no, it was Jared Gallant and then nobody else answered. And I probably messaged 20 people. So uh, I'm going to implement the strategy again tomorrow. But my plan now, I'm thinking, is to do 50-50. Maybe try some YouTube and some Instagram tomorrow. Uh, because I have a feeling YouTube might be a good market to try out too. So I'm going to experiment. But I'm also going to do a little Instagram. Charlie Munger might say to do uh, whichever one you know will give you the highest return. But I don't know. I'm doing a little market research, I guess. I don't know if it's the best decision, but it's what I'm, I'm going to do. Um... So yeah, I got one person. Hopefully I can get them to actually come on. Um, the next thing that I really learned about today, I spent a large portion of my day today reading and I read probably a good 100, 150 pages of poor Charlie's Aldemac. So I'm just gonna go over a couple of the notes that I got while reading the book. The first one, and I also remember uh, the mic being a little quiet, so I'm gonna hold the mic closer to my mouth now. But the first, uh, the first thing that I learned was about the mental biases. Charlie Munger in the book talks about how we need a, uh, a lattice work of mental models. Basically, we've got to understand the broad concepts of all the different disciplines. That's what Charlie Munger is getting to. So you need to know the broad concepts of biology. That would be evolution. That's a mental model to work with. That's something, one of the things of biology. Um, another one could be the edge effect in biology. Ty Lopez talked about this one is where I learned it, but you would think that, you know, in the middle of the ocean, that's where all the fish are, or in the middle of the forest is where all the fish are, but what you actually find in real life isn't so much that it's in the middle of the forest, but it's where everything interacts, so it intersects, so that's where you got the pond that meets the trees, that meets the, the line, and you have, you know, all these different ecosystems intersecting that create a flourishing ecosystem that actually just kind of makes sense but anyways um you need to have different mental systems to work with so you got to take some from chemistry you got to take some from uh, engineering some from math and some from psychology and that's the one i'm going to focus on right now and charlie i think he says in the book but i know ty says this ty lopez says this psychology is one of the most foundational things that you have to learn before you can actually start to make it. Because it's everything, right? If you don't understand your own psychology, it's kind of like the quote from the Bible, know thyself. You don't know how you 
you yourself work. Uh, the art of war, we got to know ourselves, we got to know our enemies, so you, you got to know yourself again. And so that's why psychology is really important. In psychology, or humans, we tend to make a few uh, mistakes, you could call them, errors in our thinking consistently. And one of the ones that he talks about in the book, he talks about a couple, but I'm just going to talk about this one right now, is the commitment consistency bias. And I, uh, after reading Charlie talk about it, have realized just how much deeper, th- excuse me, this uh, bias can actually flow. So the commitment consistency bias basically says anytime you make an action that commits you towards anything, you're more likely to keep committing towards that thing. So for example, um... I make the action of giving, I'm going to use a beggar, a homeless person, a dollar. The next time I see him, the homeless guy is going to see me again asking for a dollar. I'm going to be more likely to give him a dollar again and stay consistent with what I did. It's going to take the chances of me giving it to him versus not giving to him go down. You know, if we're just talking strict probabilities. Remember, Charlie Munger is an investor. Um, And that's another mental model to think with is in strict probabilities. Anyways... Uh, we do this without thinking all the time, and it happens with our ideas, it happens with our actions, our habits. If we smoke one time, we're going to be a lot more likely to smoke again because we did it the first time. As you do things, it becomes easier to do them. The mistake we have with this is that we often will have this commitment consistency bias to keep doing things that are no longer serving us or that are now bad bets. And we have to be able to realize this. Um, oh, and another really big thing too, commitment consistency bias. This, I, I would argue, it it, uh, it entangles itself with a whole bunch of other biases because Charlie talks a lot about this too. Whenever you remove one node, it's a node in a network. And if you move one thing, everything's so interconnected that everything else gets moved and is, who knows if the result's going to be good or bad or if it's going to be effective or ineffective. Um, but... The thing with the commitment consistency bias, I think a lot of it comes to ego as well. So myself, I've had this, I've had this uh, experience in my life where I, uh, I say something, and I think it's true. I say it as it is, as it is true, as if it were true, and then I get proven wrong. But I don't want to get proven wrong, so I try to fight for what I said, even after I know it's wrong. That's commitment consistency bias. You can't change. You don't want to change your committing to what's consistent. You don't want to change the status quo. That's also about bias. I remember reading all the Wikipedia bias, the status quo bias. People are naturally reluctant to change from the status quo. We have to keep this bias in mind when making our decisions. To what degree is the commitment consistency bias affecting any decision that you're making? That's a great thing to think about anytime. Um, another thing Charlie Munger talks a lot about in the book is focusing on your strengths and admitting when they do not know something. So I would argue that, t- that, t- t- that just takes a high level of self-awareness first. You have to know what you're good at, what do you actually know, and then you have to know what you're not good at. And then the next part comes with not only high level self-awareness, but... I don't know what the trait is. I would just call it being a proper human being. But (laughs) when you don't know something, recognize that you don't know. There's a story in the book, Jack Welsh. 
the the CEO or one of the high owners of GE Capital. I think he got hired on as the CEO. He was asked, you know, when in ninety in the nineties when Apple was going down when they were first releasing their first computer, they were having hard times. Oh my god, there's a mosquito in my room. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> ah, what the heck? I don't want a mosquito in my room. Oh my goodness. I gotta find it. I see it. That blood sucker. You know, I don't kill bugs. I'm not gonna lie, I don't kill bugs. But the blood suckers. I have no mercy. I'm sorry. So that's the black flies and mosquitoes. Mosquitoes definitely get the... I'm so sorry, but you just have to die. Mm-hmm. Keep squirming up there. But Jack Welch was asked, what was wrong with Apple? Why was Apple failing? And what Jack Welch said, I do not know. And what that story illustrates is a man who's supposed to be on top of the world in the business world, who's running the most or one of the most successful corporations at the time, when asked why another company isn't doing good at business, he says he doesn't know. He's admitting he doesn't know something. He's recognizing his true limits and he's not appealing to his ego to act as if he's important and know stuff when he doesn't. Charlie Munger does this all throughout the book too. He says another quote. I think I might have even said this in yesterday's podcast, but um, basically invest on the fundamentals, not in esoteric, and invest in what's proven basic principles that everybody should be hitting, don't go for all these crazy advanced techniques, that's like the guy, if you're playing basketball, that's like the guy who is trying to shoot all the three-pointers when he can't even make a layup, it's the guy who's trying to shoot all these three-pointers, or do these crazy dribble moves when he can't even hit a uh, 10-foot jumper, you know what I mean, he can't hit a mid-range shot, he's doing all these crazy dribble moves, nah bro, because of basics <laughs> um so the the other big thing two more things that i've really been learning lately and the mosquito is gone so i have to go on the hunt for this mother frigger mother frigger um i went for a run two days in a row now and i'm finding running is very therapeutic what it does is it gets into a it gets me into a different kind of mindset and really clears my mind i really feel that running in the morning i'm going to try to run tomorrow afternoon it's going to add uh, it's going to add a lot more discipline to my day. It's going to get me into a kind of state where I'm pushing like an army warrior. <laughs> kind of sounds funny to say. And then hopefully that's going to carry over into more of the day. So, yeah. Have a good day.